and welcome to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha Rivers of The Cars Group, where we facilitate outcomes by developing human capital. And on this podcast, we provide strategies, tips, actionable items that are going to assist you to change your mindset and master your success. I am so excited to be joining you today. I'm glad that you're listening to us. If you want more details and more information about us, you can visit our website at mindset the number two mastery.com. That's mindset to mastery.com. You can also visit our cars group website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group. And without further ado, we're going to get into today's topic, which is something that I have been thinking about a lot and, and I've been having conversations with people where there's always this thing about, you know, are you a coach? Are you a strategist? Are you a trainer? Are you a consultant? Um, are you a motivational speaker? Um, and there's this all this this debate that's going on about motivation and where it fits into mindset and where it fits into getting results and how it what place it has in all of this. Well, the take today's topic, the key to motivation results. Bottom line. And I don't mean that you don't need to be inspired. I don't mean that you don't need to have, you know, some things that are going to get you going when you're not feeling your greatest, but if you really want to have continued motivation, you need to have results. Motivation is actually fueled by seeing progress and, and obtaining results. Inspiration is what happens when you hear someone else's story or you see someone else achieving something or you're, you're, you're emotionally stirred up to where you, you feel, you know, you, you have some type of emotion that's pushing you to act. And so if you want to have continued motivation, you have to have continued results. So the formula is actually action leads to success or some result, and you get more action. Take, for example, I've been on this journey to get more physically fit, and I'm sure everybody does that at some point, either it's the, the beginning New Year's re resolution or after the, the guilt-induced um, um, uh, gym memberships that you have at the end of the year, but I wanted to become more physically fit. So I made a decision that I was going to start walking, doing my power walks, you know, two and a half miles, three, three miles a day. And I went for the first two weeks and I was not seeing any results. And it was really difficult for me to continue to move forward because I wasn't seeing a result. I was checking the scale every day and you know, checking a scale every day is like watching a pot boil. As soon as you watch it, it doesn't do anything. When you forget about it, then you do something um, and, you, and you get the result that you're looking for. So with this particular one, when you want to continue to get motivation, you have to get some type of result. So you have to learn how to measure your results in different ways. And so one of the main things that I recognize and I realize is that I couldn't use the same measurement for when I was first starting and just learning how to implement change and how to take the actions that were gonna lead me to change as I was going to use to evaluate whether or not that change was happening. So if I make an action, I get success or results, I get more action. But conversely, if I take an action and I don't see any results, then I don't wanna do any more action. 
So what are we going to do in terms of how are we going to get the results? What are we going to be able to hold on to that's going to keep us moving forward and keep us wanting to honor that decision that we made to be different by taking continued action? Well, the first thing, you need to start with the end in mind. You need to have which, what I call a vision of success. What are the results that I want? What does that look like actually in action, playing out? And, and one of the things I want us to think about is that everybody writes their goals. You know, I want to lose 10 pounds by this day, or I, I want to have this particular job, or I want to get a promotion. But we rarely go in and create an actual vision and paint a very, very vivid picture of what that result, that success looks like in action. When we make a decision that we're going to do something, it's not just because we decide that, you know, a lot of times we do it because we're feeling a certain way, but most of the time we do it because we want to see something different. And one of the things that people don't realize is it's not the eyes that see, it's actually your brain or your mind that sees. Your eyes only let in light. And when your eyes are open and you're letting in light and there's imagery that is painted in your mind, that becomes the picture of what is your reality. So the first thing you have to do is you have to paint a picture in your mind of what your vision of success looks like. What does that look like in action? If I'm saying that I'm going to get out there and I want to be more physically fit, yeah, that's a goal and that's something I want to see. But what is the result of that? What does that look like in action? Does that mean my clothes fit better? Does it mean I have more energy when I'm, when I'm doing activities? Does it mean that I'm actually able to go out and run or bike or, or skate? Does it mean that I'm able to do things without my knees creaking or, or, or having aches and pains? Does it mean when I go to a physical and, and, and the doctor doesn't have to prescribe additional medication for me? What does that look like? So when you're looking at constantly having to get motivated and you're looking at constantly having to feel like you're, you want to keep moving in a direction, especially if you're making any type of change that's different from where you are, you need to have a very finite set of very specific outcomes or results that you want to see. With Mindset to Mastery, we talk about changing your mindset so you can master your success. And when you talk about changing your mindset, it's about changing your thinking, changing what you're seeing in your head and what you're seeing in your mind about success, about failure, about what you are, about what you're capable of, about what you're able to achieve. So starting off with this, you need to paint a picture. And so what I want you to do is I want you to think about this. And this is something I do with my clients all the time. I tell them, think about it from the standpoint of you have achieved your pinnacle of success, whatever that vision looks like. And Oprah or the Today Show or Good Morning America, one of them, they heard about what it is that you're doing. And they decided that they're going to send a camera crew to follow you around for 24 hours. Well, really, from the time you wake up until the time you go to sleep, they're going to send somebody to follow you around to see what your success looks like in action. So what are they going to see? Specifically, if you're saying that one of the things that you want to see as success, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, is you want to have a thriving business. Well, what does that look like? How many clients are you serving in a day? Who are your clients? How many, how, what sales are, are happening? What, what kind of money are you putting in the bank account? Where do you live? Who are the people you're surrounding yourself with? Who are the people that you talk to? 
all of that's the same regarding, regardless of if you are running a business, if you are managing a company, if you are looking at, if you're a mid-level professional looking to, to, um, to, to get promoted, if you're an executive that's looking to move your organization or your department forward, whatever it is that you have a goal that you want to achieve, you have to have a, a really finite vision, a detailed vision. And one of the things that happens is I talked about when I made a decision that I was going to become more healthy, the first two weeks of me doing this repeated action, I got no tangible results because it was too soon. You can't start something and expect to automatically get a big change like immediately. It doesn't work like that. Change is a process, not an event. It starts with an event, but the process of change is ongoing. So one of the things that I had to do is I had to write out this vision of success. I had to write out specifically what it is I wanted to see. And then during those times when I was not seeing the results, I had to read the vision. So I had to put a picture in my mind of this result that I wanted to work towards. Because the key to motivation is result. Getting a result but also envisioning a result. You have to see it in order for you to continue to keep pushing towards it. So whatever the vision is, whatever your goal is, paint a very, very vivid picture. So if a camera crew was following you around from the moment you opened your eyes in the morning until the moment you closed your eyes in the evening, what are they going to see? Who are the people that you're around? What, what clothes are you wearing? What are you eating? What activities are you, are you doing? Who are you engaging with? What are you, have, what are you laughing about? What challenges are you facing? What problems are you solving? What successes are you experiencing? Be very, very specific and detailed because you need to know what results you want and you also need to know what those results look like in action because you can't have success without action. Making a decision requires honoring, honoring it with action and taking that action gets you to the desired result. So that's your first thing. You start with the end in mind. You create your detailed vision of success because your results and your success happens and it starts in your mind. So. After you've looked at this and you've said, okay, here's my vision of success. This is what it looks like from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to sleep. And these are the people I'm interacting with. And these are the things that I'm doing. And this is what I'm feeling. And these are the emotions and so on and so forth. Then number two, you develop a plan of action based on the results or the outcomes that you want to see. This ensures that you're not spinning your wheels, you're not running all over the place like a chicken with your head cut off, you're not taking all of these different actions that are not leading to a specific result and getting, then getting frustrated because you're not getting the results you want. Instead, you're looking at your vision of success, which is detailed, and it is, it is, it is, it's outlining specifically everything that you want to get, all of your results, your, your outcomes. And you're doing, you're, you're asking yourself two questions. What does that look like? And then what is needed to make that happen? Now, I want you to listen to what I just said. 
when you look at your vision of success and you look at everything that you outlined in terms of what the results look like in action, then you take each component in turn and you start asking yourself, what does that look like? And then what is needed to make that happen? Now notice, I didn't say, what do I need to do to make that happen? I didn't say, what money do I need? What resources do I need? I didn't say all of that. I said, what is needed to make that happen? When you're creating a plan of action, when you're creating your blueprint of the map that you need to follow to be able to get the outcomes or the results that you want, you have to remove it from yourself. You have to, to separate the emotion. So therefore, you don't say, what do I need to do to make this happen at first? Because by doing that, your brain automatically goes into this list of the things that you don't have and why you can't do it and why it's not going to happen, especially if you're relying on your fears and you're playing into your anxiety or you're playing into past failures or you're playing into things that people have said about you. Because begin, remember, success begins in the mind. Your vision begins in the mind. And just as, if, just as you have this vision of success in your mind, you also have these visions of any prior failures, of any things that didn't work, of any things people have told you. All of that stuff is still in your mind. All of that stuff is still that mental chatter that's going on. So part of the reason why we gravitate towards these motivational sayings and these motivational speakers and these motivational topics and things that are going to get our emotions up to, to fuel us, to push us to take an action is because we're trying to drown out the noise of all the old stuff. We're trying to drown out the noise of the fear. We're trying to drown out the noise of the anxiety. We're trying to drown out the noise of not feeling good enough. We're trying to drown out the noise of imposter syndrome. We're trying to drown out that noise by replacing it with affirmations and things that say that you can do it. So your vision of success becomes your affirmation because it's a painted picture of you as the star doing that thing that you want to succeed at. So when you're creating the plan, the plan has to be able to be written based on removing all that old chatter. So when you create your plan, it's what is needed to make that happen. So that way we're automatically shutting up all of those old um, voices in our heads that are telling us all this stuff from the past. So what is needed to make that happen and write it down? Don't do anything else with it. Just write it down. Then that thing you just wrote down, what is needed to make that happen? And you write it down. Don't do anything else with it. Just write it down. And this process that I call deconstruct to reconstruct is where you unpack the steps that are needed, the actions that need to be taken to get you to the desired outcome. Why do I do it this way? Because there's a difference between taking action and taking deliberate action taking intentional action. Deliberate intentional action is designed to get you to a specific goal, a specific result, a specific outcome. Just taking action doesn't necessarily mean that you're taking the right action to get you to where you want to be. So we always start with the end in mind and we go backwards, we unpack, we deconstruct so we can reconstruct the path that we need to take.
And by doing it this way, you are ensuring that you're going to be able to get results because not only are you starting with the end in mind, but you're making sure that every single action that you're now going to be able to unpack is going to lead you along that path to getting the ultimate result. And then the second part of that is that you're, you're along the way, you're setting up benchmarks so that you can see the progress that you're going to be making. Because if I say one of my outcomes and my desired vision of success in this whole fitness journey for me is that I want to be able to, um, to, to, to go on a, on a hike without, without being winded. So if one of the things I say, okay, so what is needed to make that happen, then I need to increase my, my endurance needs to be increased. Okay. What is needed to make that happen? I need to create, I need to find out the proper breathing techniques and ways of building my endurance. What's needed to make that happen? I need to do some research on that. What is needed to make that happen? I need to set aside some time to either talk to, do a consultation with a fitness person, a fitness trainer, or I need to go online and do some research or watch some videos. So now just in those things, I have outlined not only the steps that I need to take, but I've also outlined what the benchmarks are that are going to measure my progress. Because the other thing that is, that is a killer for motivation that, that stops us in our tracks at all, all the time when it comes to achieving any result is that we don't have any benchmarks. We don't have any small victories. We don't have anything that shows us, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep going. For many of us, when it comes to fitness in particular, we look at the scale. But there are other ways of measuring your fitness than just what it says on the scale. Muscle weighs more than fat. So, hey, if I'm building muscle, I may not change. The numbers on the scale may go up, and then I'm looking at this and saying, well, hey, this isn't measuring this correctly, so I start getting discouraged because I don't think I'm getting the right result. But you have to get the right information to know what it is that you're measuring, which brings me to my third point. In order for you to continue your motivation, in order for you to keep that going, in order for you to get results, in order for you to move forward, you have to be able to assess and evaluate. You assess your process, you evaluate your progress. What do I mean by that? The first part starts with reflection. After we've got our vision of success and what it looks like in action to achieve this particular goal, all of the steps in vivid detail, what it looks like, then we go through the deconstruct to reconstruct process of what does that look like and what is needed to make that happen and backtrack and unpack all of those things. Now, as we're implementing, because we're honoring our decision with action to start taking the steps that we have listed on our deconstructed plan, now, as we go forward, we need to reflect, which means you stop and you go, okay, how is this going? And reflection with reward means that you repeat it. But when you reflect and then you reflect and you also revise what's not working, so that you can get a different result. So the key to it, you always start with reflection. You have to reflect on your process and your progress. So many times, the only thing we measure is a specific result. Have I lost 20 pounds yet? Am I able to run five miles yet? Did I get that promotion yet? 
have I increased my income by $50,000 yet? We always are evaluating ourselves based on our end game when we just started the process. You're not going to be an overnight success. You're not going to change your life overnight. You're not going to go from 10 years of doing the wrong things and making the wrong decisions. And as soon as you make a decision that you're going to do something different, you take two actions, two steps, and in a week, your whole life is going to be different. It does not work that way. I read somewhere where it says the average overnight success actually was 10 years in the making. Just because you just heard about them doesn't mean that they weren't spending years and hours and days and money and time and effort to hone their craft, to get better, to get to where you now see them. So we have to really look at our evaluation and our assessment. And you assess your process, meaning what am I doing? How am I doing this? What does this look like? What are the steps that I'm taking? And you always look at it based on your benchmarks of your, of your steps that you're taking towards your progress. And you also look at it in terms of whether or not this is actually getting results. And you have to set a certain time frame for it based on one, the end game that you're trying to get to and the ultimate result. And two, what the actions are that you're trying to take. If you're doing a social media campaign, you can't go in and post two times and because you don't get the kind of engagement that you want and there's a ton of comments and people aren't going to your website and buying, that doesn't mean it's not working. Every change takes time to take effect. So you assess your process. What am I doing? How am I doing this? Is this something that's working? Is this something I need to tweak? But you also have to give yourself time for that to take effect. The second thing is you evaluate your progress. Evaluating your progress is when you're, you're doing the tangible measurement. But in order to do a tangible measurement, you have to have a specific goal. So the way this looks is when you assess, you ask yourself questions. What worked? What didn't? What do I need to change? What do I need to repeat? But more importantly, what's causing this? It's like an experiment. When I was in elementary school and we used to do these science experiments for the science fairs and you had the scientific method where you had to do a hypothesis of what you wanted and then you had to do the observation. You had to, to figure out what the experiment was going to be and take an action. And then you had to do the, the observation of it once you took the action. And then you had to go back and ask yourself questions about what caused this. So many times we're looking for motivation and we're looking for inspiration and we're looking for the emotional feel good but we're not really taking the time to ask the questions about what are we doing? How are we doing this? Why is this working? Why is it not working? Because you want to find out what's doing, what's working well, so you can repeat it and whether or not what's working well is specific on the people, the place or the situation, or if what's working well is something that applies across all situations. So you really have to do some thinking and some, and, and some evaluating and some assessment and some reflection to understand how you need to do this and what you need to do and how to do it differently and better. When you evaluate things, you cannot evaluate something if you don't have a specific, tangible, measurable outcome. Every single thing has to be measurable. If you say, hey, I want to be a more positive person. How is that measured? 
what does that look like? If saying that I want to be a more positive person means that, hey, I don't spend 50, I don't spend the majority of my day complaining. I spend at least five times, five minutes a day thinking and writing in my gratitude journal about what I'm, what I'm grateful for. That's something you can measure. Even if it's something that is more touchy-feely or emotional, you can still find tangible ways of measuring it because everything has a specific outcome or a result that you can visualize, you can see, and therefore you can measure and you can quantify. So you have to have a starting point and you have to have an ending point. This is another reason why sometimes the motivation ends up waning. We don't take stock of where we start before we set our goal. So therefore, we're not able to see the progress as we go along. So your key to motivating, yes, is getting results, but how are you going to measure your results if you didn't take note of where you started? If I started and I was at this weight and I was at this size and I was wearing these size clothes, or if I started and my sales figures were at this, at this, at this level and I had this many clients and I had this many hits on social media, or if I started and I was doing, um, you know, I was talking to this, this many people and I wasn't getting this engagement, but then here's my goal. I have to know where I'm starting and I have to establish benchmarks along the way because you're not going to go from zero to a hundred overnight. You have to set up benchmarks and you have to set up benchmarks because one that gives you cause for celebration. Like I said, motivating yourself comes with celebrating your successes. It comes with celebrating the things that you've done right. It comes with celebrating what you don't do that you used to do. So you have to be able to say, this is where I started and now this is where I am. And as a result of me having, being able to see a result that's different or better than where I was before, and that's closer to where I want to get to, that's when you keep going. That's when you keep pushing forward. That's when you realize that this is working. So continued motivation means that one, you're going to have that vision of success that you're going to refer to during the moments when you don't see the tangible outcome. You don't see the increase in your bank account. You don't see the numbers on the scale moving. You don't see the promotion has come already. You're still working but you don't see your goal yet. You haven't reached your goal. So you have to have that vision of success that you revisit so that you can reprogram your mind to say, this is what we're focused on. This is what we're working towards. This is the thing that is giving me fuel to be able to move forward. This is the thing that's making it worthwhile for me to be uncomfortable today so that I can get this tomorrow. This is the thing that I am working for. That's what you start with because that is your manufactured result. That is your visionary result that is going to replace the tangible results that you haven't achieved yet when you first start. So you have that vision first. Second thing is you have to take that vision, deconstruct or reconstruct so you can develop a plan so that you make sure that you're going in the right direction with that with, to get you know, from where you are now to get to where you need to be. And the third thing is you're going to reflect and you're going to reward yourself and you're going to revise as necessary. Motivation 
The key to motivation is a result. You get a result of rewarding yourself. You get a result to revise and to pat yourself on the back and to revisit your vision of success. But the key to motivation is to constantly be willing to move forward. It's constantly being willing to look at not where you are right now, but where you're trying to get to and how the circumstances and the situations that you're in right now, how you can use that to be able to propel yourself forward. I don't have anything against motivational speakers. I don't have anything against, you know, motivational tapes and affirmations and all of that because they're needed. They're necessary. But the difference is that you cannot have motivation only. You have to couple motivation with action and your motivation has to be refueled with results, with specific outcomes. My firm focuses on assisting clients to facilitate outcomes by by looking at ways of improving, enhancing, developing human capital. And what do I mean by that? Human capital is the resource that you have within you. It's the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the currency that you have within you that make you you. Those are the things that are going to move your organization forward. Those are the things that are going to move your business forward. Those are the things that are going to move you forward in your relationships, in your finances, in in your personal goals, in your spiritual goals. Those are the things that move you forward. So it's not just enough to say, oh, I'm buying this equipment or I'm buying this book or I'm listening to this program or I'm attending this event or I'm going to this conference. It's not enough to get those tools and resources, what you have to do is you have to apply them so that you can get a result, so that you can look at yourself and the progress that you're making so that you can see that you're on the path to becoming better. You can't get a result if you don't do anything differently. I'll say it differently. You can't get a different result if you're not doing something different. Every day we're getting a result. Sometimes it's the same result. And if you find yourself constantly spinning your wheels and, and doing all of these things, but constantly feeling like you're, you're not going anywhere, I want you to take another look. And instead of trying to add more motivation to it, try to change something so that you're going to be able to get a different result. Because the key to motivation and continue to, continued motivation is actually getting a result. You either get a good result and that motivates you to do better and to do more, or you get a bad result or you get a result that's not indicative of where you think you should be, or you get no result. And then you have to find something else that's going to continue to keep you motivated. So use the tools that are out there. Use the tips that are out there. Listen to podcasts, read books, go to conferences, attend events, But make sure that you're not just looking to make yourself feel better. You're actually trying to make yourself be better. So it's not enough just to have the motivation. It's not enough just to have the affirmation. But the key to motivation is to create a desired result. So take these three tips. Check your vision of success deconstruct to reconstruct so that you have an action plan and then reflect 
reward and revise accordingly. Because what you want to make sure that you're doing is you're motivating yourself by being, by looking at your progress and making sure that you're moving forward, not just voting, not just motivating yourself based on external factors and feeling as if you need to pour more into you to be able to pull you forward. Instead, you want to take what's in you to push you forward. So thank you for listening to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am Keisha Rivers, your host. I'm the chief outcome facilitator of the CARS group, where we facilitate outcome by assisting you in maximizing and developing your human capital. Be sure to tune in every week for our new Mindset to Mastery podcast. Visit our website at mindsettomastery.com. That's mindset, the number two, mastery.com, where we have tools, tips, strategies, events, um, online resources, webinars, trainings, things that are designed to give you the tools that you need and the actionable items and the actionable steps for you to begin to apply today, right now, so that you can change your mindset and maximize your success. Until next time, thanks for listening. Make it a successful day. <music>